Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you once again, Corey, with episode number 31. Skirt! Yeah, we've uh, officially surpassed our our podcast in episodes is older than either of us, which is... Finally. Oh, it's good. I know. It's good. Glad. Yeah, and unless Happy we start boy. doing like an episode a year, it's gonna it's gonna it's stay fine. that way. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and yeah, I'm about it. I'm I'm I'm. It's it's not older than us, but you know we can pretend. Um, uh, probably to but, pretend. I, I choose yeah, to yeah. believe so. Yeah. How's your How's your week been, Corey? It's been a good week. Um, let's see. This was the first week I got to work back from home and remote. Very nice. Um, incredible, mainly because one, um, I got to play uh, Triangle Strategy, which is what our main yes, topic yeah. is today. During um, not during work hours, if you know my work ever listened to this, I do that. <laughs> and not play Football Manager either during my work no, hours. No, either. absolutely so, not. Yeah, um, but I was still, you know, extremely productive. I didn't slack off or anything like that. But um, it was a good week. Let's let's leave yeah, it at that. Very nice. Very okay. good week. Um, got plenty of gaming in. Very relaxing. Um, my soccer team lost in our playoffs last. Uh, oh Sunday. no! I know. Only I was going to ask you about that. It wasn't you because yeah. you weren't super confident going into it. We you, lost, you said they were the number one seed. Yeah, we lost four two. So okay, not too bad. Um, but uh, I think I strained my calf on that because it like still hurts i went out and kicked a little bit today and it's not great um That's we'll funny. see i have another game monday uh, spring season's rolling in okay and um yeah manchester united won yesterday it was really cool cristiano ronaldo hat trick you know yeah. can uh can't ask for anything else yeah it was a good week how, but uh how was your week chris what you been up to it, it was good it was uh busy talking a little bit before the show it was, it was busy a lot of just not unexpected work stuff, just the beginning of the year so far work-wise has been a lot slower than it was um, just because my work can just kind of vary depending on, you know, right. the winds. Essentially. Yes. <laughs> and so um, this week just kind of so happened, like, you know, we just ended up kind of being loaded down with a little bit more work than usual and plus, you know, doing like fundraisers and other things like, you know, I'm at work later and, you know, had to, had to do something at work yesterday. We're recording on a Sunday. So yesterday was Saturday, which is not usually whenever I'm working. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's been, it's been busy, but it's nice that it's been the weekend. Um, haven't had like an exorbitant amount of time to play games, but I've, I've definitely still been personally, I've, I've been cranking through Elden Ring, um, when I can, right. Um, triangle strategy when I can't. Um, Fair. so yeah. it's been, it's definitely been kind of like a, um, back and forth thing, but yeah, we're, um, for everybody, like, you know, we, we planned it today. We want to talk a little bit more, not not a little bit more. We want to talk about Triangle Strategy probably for yes, kind of do. the first time. Yeah. Um, it came out last week, but we didn't really have the opportunity to talk about it much because as of when we recorded last week, I had maybe played like a half hour. So And I hadn't picked <laughs> it up yet. So Yeah. Yeah. Um 
so yeah, we um, we have thoughts on that. We'll uh, yeah, and I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about it. I want to hear what you do. You have to say. I want to tell people what I have to say because yeah. they need to hear what I have to say. Yes, they do. That's why we have a podcast, Corey. Exactly. So the people, I can fulfill that need in people. Um, but Corey, why don't you why don't you start us off? Um, what do you think about uh, Triangle Strategy? I'll start us off. I we talked a little bit ahead of time, and I am not quite as far as long as you. Um, I'm starting chapter five, and, and it sounds like you're wrapping chapter seven. So we have. To- I am. So I'm not sure. Um, I think I'm in the middle of chapter seven. It's <clears throat> so for anybody who's kind of like the chapters feel very short. It feels very yeah. kind of like for anybody who's kind of unaware. Triangle strategy kind of like combines some of the battle elements, a lot of the battle battle elements of like a Final Fantasy tactics, but it has these kind of like exploration phases in it where you'll kind of like go around and you'll, I mean, talk to townsfolk and you'll collect like some of its lore information, mm-hmm. some of its potentially like, you know, really valuable information that can help you kind of like sway an opinion later on, yes. um, which is kind of like a big, at least, I mean, I haven't seen a ton of them so far, but is kind of like a big, I think, moving point in the game because it's, it's basically kind of like the divergent paths mm-hmm. is you have these votes that are being cast and, you know, the information that you, I mean, the people that are a part of your like crew, they're going to have different opinions and you need information potentially to kind of like sway them to your side, whichever you're leaning. Like, do I want to go here or do I want to go here? And, you know, if I want to go here, I need to figure out like how to get this person over to my side. I need to find that sweet piece of information. Like, um, so there it's, it's kind of a balance. Some of that exploration, Mm -hmm. some of the little cutscenes, some of the battles, but the chapters seem at least so far, maybe like one battle per chapter each ish. So, Um, and at least the way that chapter seven is the first chapter that I've seen so far that actually has a part quote unquote, like it's said at the start of it. Chapter four had no chapter three does part one and part two. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to that then. Um, okay. So I'm in chapter seven, part one. So I don't know how many parts there are to that. Um, but, but yeah, we're, we're you know, a couple hours from each other, probably mm. about the same spot under 10 hours. Um, but you know, you're, how, how are you feeling about it? No, I'm feeling great. I mean, it's, um, to give a little context, you are playing as, um, Serona Walfort, I believe I'm pronouncing that mm-hmm. right. Um, who is, uh, set to wed. Um, oh, what is her name? Goodness. Brand- Frederica. Frederica. Um, who is a princess sort of from a neighboring kingdom. Um, It is three separate kingdoms that all kind of control like one super valuable resource. And so they're all like kind of looking for a one up on each other. And house Wolfort is considered, I believe like the highest ranking noble house under the Glenbrook kingdom. And um, so you're following as him and they're known as like master swordsman. 
his family yep. is, and his father's stepping down from leading the house. Now it's your turn to lead the house. Yeah, and it's been for anybody just to cut in and kind of because yeah, it, it is a little it's it's very it's Game of Thrones esque in, in, in some of its and, and so just, like yeah for context in that like you know you have your you have your Starks who are kind of like the key yeah. kingdom of the North but then they have their smaller noble houses like yeah. the Car Starks and some of these other ones that are there it's that same sort of thing yeah. you were part of one of these smaller noble houses that serves the throne of that kingdom yes. essentially that's the best way good this is it is very game of thrones especially in the <clears> plot <throat> and characters and everything because there's yep. so many everywhere and so the game's just following um Serona as he is like taking on this duty of like leading his house and like meeting his betrothed to be and i think so far it's i really enjoy the game i, I like mm-hmm. it a lot but at the same time, it's as if the game doesn't want or doesn't trust me to like it. If that makes yeah. sense, it, there yeah. it's it gets bogged down. I'm, I'm coming out with the critiques early because we're going to get into the good stuff in a little bit. But it gets bogged down in its own lore and narrative and making sure that's like I don't know if you feel if you feel the same way, but it feels like it's trying to make sure I get the point. It's like here is this narrative beat. And we want to make yep. sure you get it. So we're going to yep. hammer it home in like three different cut scenes that um, while aren't short and aren't long either, but they kind of build up over time in a chapter where it's just like, okay, I get it. Frederica is like the like half sister to these siblings and they hate her. Her hair, yep. her hair color is pink. She's like an outsider. Like, she isn't like true nobility. Um, she like, and there's so many scenes of where it's just like her siblings hammering that home in like chapter two. Sorry, light spoilers. Yes, light spoilers there. But it's one of those things where there's multiple instances throughout regarding pretty much every character where it's just like, yeah, like House Wolfort again. Light spoilers is just like their master swordsman. Can't wait to see like how well you do. Your father was an incredible swordsman. Let's see if you live up mm-hmm. to the hype. Oh, the legendary like House Wolfort, those swordsmen that they that have come out from that house are incredible. Yeah. Like we write songs about them, just like I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know. But with that being said, I do find a majority of the characters interesting. It does feel like they all have their own motivations, especially across the mm-hmm. different kingdoms. Even within your own party, there's different motivations. Um in different levels of not kind of loyalty, I think is a good way to describe it. Like, yeah, yeah. um, different. And it feels as if it's, they do a good job of, I've only had one convict, like to do the scales of conviction is what it's called because house war yeah. instead of uh, Serona making the decision, they believe that all of like their valued members of the house have an equal voice. So they cast their votes to decide what to do. And they honor that. And in the one scales of conviction that I had, I was pretty, it was pretty easy to like sway the vote of how I wanted it to go. Um, And I'm sure that gets tougher with time that this was just the first one where like, we're going to let you like decide what you want to do pretty much. But it's, yeah, you could tell each character had motivations ingrained of what made sense of why they wanted to go to X or Y place to at the beginning of the story. It's just like, no, it's a, Again, 
we've talked about a little bit with like Frederica, she does not want to go back home. Uh, yeah. there is, so she was like, I've just left there. Why would I want to go back? Like it was miserable. I hated it. Like I want to go to this other place. Um, and it, it feels as if they've done a great job creating a world and creating lore and creating like a good narrative. It's just almost as if like, you know, they're, they're, um, what's the best they're tooting their own horn a little too much on it yeah in my opinion <clears throat> sorry i got choked on your uh, my, my initial body initial um, there. <laughs> well i mean yeah it's a and i think it's a narrative i think i think primarily that's the thing is that they have a very like more than likely they know they're looking at their story and they know how just big and thick and oh, meaty yeah. some of this stuff is, and they're really not trusting you in some instances to actually retain some of that information. So they're doing that narrative, just kind of like a natural level of explanation yeah. where it is like, not even, not even like in an over explanation, but it's kind of like that narrative thing where it's like, you know, you'll see two characters and they'll run into each other and they'll be like, man, you remember that one time, like we got caught by the cops and like, that guy's dad, you know, he was the, he was the governor back then. Right. And it's like, yeah, he was, he was a, he was a pretty bad dude. That one time that he had that corruption scandal that like he, uh, he like killed that guy with a, a pole, like that kind of thing where it's like, Oh yeah. You're there people like, it doesn't feel unnatural in the dialogue, but it feels unnatural. Cause it's like, okay, if I'm talking to somebody that I know, yeah. is this stuff that I would be bringing up? Like, People in my kingdom that I know, am I going to talk to them about over and over? Like, how's Walfort? Yeah, you know, the swordsmen who are like really great at this thing. Like, oh yeah, I, I've known them for years. Yeah, they're great. They're wonderful. Like all that kind of stuff. It's, it does feel like it's this trying to hammer it yes. home mm-hmm. a little too much. Um, and does feel unnatural at times. Um, additionally, um, the, without much of a better way of saying it, like, the English voice acting specifically is complete ass. Like it is poo poo garbage. It, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Sorry. It is. They're listening to this, it, but like <clears throat> it was bad. It's bad. Yeah. Well, and the, so like, and again, it, it seems unnatural. Like I've been playing it, with like I've played it some with the English voice acting, some with the Japanese voice acting, some completely on silent. And like the script by and large doesn't seem bad. Like whenever I'm no. reading it, I'm like, I'm like, okay, like this feels doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with this. But it's the delivery is specifically on the English voice acting side where it's like for some of the characters, like, you know, some of the um core characters that you have that are part of your like you know, voting crew, like this is your core party. Some of them have, I mean, in my opinion, have like really good voice acting. Yep. But then like freaking Roland or Benedict pop in there and they're like, their voice acting sounds like poo poo garbage. Like it's just, it's really good to see you, bud. Like, Hey, my (sighs) kingdom's getting invaded. You want to come help out? And it's just like, shut up. Roland. Yeah. Roland sounds like, a a bad he sounds like a teen who was like the last to be cast 
in like a Hallmark movie that nobody liked. And oh, Benedict who sounds like, movies? well, yeah, but I, I mean like the bottom of the barrel, okay, fair, like fair. the, the one that nobody liked. Gotcha. And, uh, and Benedict sounds like he's reading, like, I mean, he sounds like he's in a, um, what's his name? The, the, uh, huh? uh <sighs> it sounds like he's in a Ken Burns documentary. Okay. Like he's just, it sounds very like historical and very just like, you know, like he's reading from a textbook. Sir, you know, the, uh, the, uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> nothing to improv. <laughs> it, it sounds like, and no hate to Game of Thrones. <clears throat> Um, but it sounds like when they would cast an American actor in Game of Thrones and they would attempt to do a yeah. British accent and you're like, Oh yeah. Oh bud. I'm like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm so, I was a little bit worried from the start just because like it drags I mean, its feet at the beginning. It, it drags a little bit. I didn't, neither of us played the, um, played the demo the demo played up to like chapter three and honestly like well i played the first having, demo the oh, okay, okay. Well, so i played that one and i liked it okay okay um you know i mean it's it does that that is the that's probably the biggest negative is that at the beginning the combination of like getting hit with that voice acting getting hit with some of the over explanation and also just kind of like the slow pace of things like you have some battles, but they're very basic. They're really not digging into any sort of core meat of the game. And it doesn't make the best impression in that way. Like I was very interested in learning more about the story, but it definitely takes a little while to get going. And I would say like, you know, we were talking before, we're not going to give any spoilers, but like where you are in the chapter four, chapter five range, that's honestly when it was like, okay, I'm into this. Okay. Like, let's okay. go. I really, because it does start to crank up for one really in, in every sense of the word starts to crank up the game of Thrones ness. Um, okay. To 11. Like, um, and also too, like I'm getting a better picture of the tactics game that it wants to be because yep. like final fantasy tactics was a game that was very much built around like, creativity through your own like characters and classes and how you had like built these specific characters. Yeah. Like you could have this core, you know, you usually, I think it was like five to seven people in a battle and you could go through and you could have like a knight and an archer and a black mage. And later on, maybe you'd have a ninja or maybe you'd have a, like an, astrologer astrologian or you know what like there was a there was a calculator like a mathematician character like and you could have it really balanced or you could go in you could have six summoners and just go to town and just like bahamut and efrit like just all day long but it was very much like you were kind of building out like these specific characters Mm -hmm. you were honing their skills you were doing this thing and like the thing that i'm starting to realize which you may not see a ton of yet, but I'm starting to realize with some of the extra characters that are coming in because I was like very early on, I was like, okay, can I change classes? Like, can I, how, how did these, how did these characters do? And it's like, they are very, each of the characters is very one note, like in their design. Um, 
And I think, I think to its detriment at the beginning, you're like, well, shit. Okay. So she's a pyromancer. Like she's not even a mage. She's a pyromancer. Yep. And what she's going to just shoot a fire spell. Like that's what it's going to be. It's just fire all day long. And like, there's something to that at the start. That's like, this is not, this is not what I was. This is not what I I paid for. Right. But the thing that's starting to click with me now that I'm getting more of the like extra characters, because you'll have characters like I haven't looked up the number yet. Let me let me look up the number because I'm actually kind of curious. Um, hold on. Typey, 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 typey. I think there's a lot of extra characters. Like a lot. Yes. So let me see if it gives you give me a number. I'm looking for a number. I just want like a, a number, just straight up. Um damn it. Here, let me does nobody have just a number? Okay. Uh there are at least 30 recruitable characters. That's what it's saying. Um yep. so like they and the fact that each of these characters has their own thing, the thing that is that's starting to click is like the game isn't incentivizing you to build out like this person to le- to lean so hard into like Frederica as the pyromancer. Right. Like you can build it out and like you want to, especially at the beginning, like she's really good. She's working for you. You send her into battle, you level her up. It's great. But it isn't about like, okay, well I'm going to lean into Frederica, but I'm going to shift her. And now she's going to do like, holy magic. And now she's going to like, I'm going to make her really versatile and do all this stuff. The way it seems like they're really trying to shift that is like strategizing with the characters that you have. What are their synergies? Like this character can do this specific thing. This character can do this specific thing. How do those work together? And I'm starting to see that a lot because I have, um, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but like, you know, one of the first side characters that I got was a guy who he was like a blacksmith and his like big thing, the thing that it highlighted that was like, this is what this dude can do. He can build ladders. And I was like, Oh, what? That's huge. I was like, what? I don't have <laughs> like, he can Right. I was like, he can build a ladder. What in the world? Like, why, why do I want that? But whenever you start thinking about it of like, okay, well, like, what if you have somebody who, I mean, it, it really incentivizes terrain and like mm-hmm. you deal more damage from up high. So if you build your team around, like, I'm going to have people who can do a lot of range damage or they're trying to like move like strategically through the environment, then having somebody who can help you get higher without having to go around, like, that's a big deal. And that's the thing that I'm starting to put together is like the game, I think as more of these characters are coming coming along more of this story is starting to build out the battles get more complex mm-hmm. i think that's whenever the game will start to shine yeah and i'm seeing a little bit of that already but just with the like i'm seeing i think i'm seeing the hints down the road where i'm like okay story starting to pick up a lot um the choices are starting to pick up a lot the characters that i'm kind of getting in like i'm starting to see a lot of that stuff take place it just had a, I mean, it, it has a little bit of a slow start to it. Yep. Um, and, you know, honestly, like, and I mean, I just kind of thought about this, but did you ever play Into the Breach? No, I want to, but I have yep. not. 
So Into the Breach, very much kind of, I mean, obviously it's like, it's not a big story-focused tactical game. It's more of like a roguelike. But the way that Into the Breach is structured is also like deceptive because you're going in and you're picking like a group. You're going in and picking like, okay, I'm going to run with the Blitzkrieg squad. And the Blitzkrieg squad, like their whole thing is kind of like revolved around lightning. Okay. And like normally whenever you're thinking of a tactical game, you're like, okay, I'm going to like get this guy and he can hit really hard. And this guy has a big shield and this whatever. And it's like in that crew, hold on, let me look it up just so I don't get anything wrong. In that crew, there is, there, there's a mech that has an electric whip. Okay. okay. That tracks. That's great. And electricity can chain through enemies. Okay, awesome. That's great. And then you have one that has a hook. And he can't do damage, but he'll pull you toward him. And it's like, okay, that kind of sucks. But um, what about the other guy? And then this one shoots a rock. And it's like, all right, this kind of blows. But the game, like, that's the thing is like, into the breach is kind of brilliant in the sense that it's like, once you start playing the game and you start kind of understanding that it isn't just like, let me get the big hit heavy hitters out here. You start to understand some of the like brilliance and some of the strategy because like with that team in particular, the whole thing is built up around like chaining things together and like setting up your lightning mech to just destroy everybody. And the way that you do that, I mean like, you're moving, you're using the hook mech to move enemies into position so that they can be chained together using the boulder mech to fire the rock. And the rock can also be act, act as like a lightning rod to chain together and missing spots and stuff. And so it's like, you know, that being the big thing, not everybody's not going to be a big hitter. Everybody's not going to have this like big showman like thing. Yeah. It's about like everything working together in synergy. And I think that's what triangle strategy is really setting up is like, you're going to have, you're going to have like your Serenoa or your whoever that's going to be like your big one or two. These are my damage dealers. These are the big guns. And your other people are probably largely going to run support. They're going to be, you're like the people that set them up to do the, like, you know, at the buzzer, just gameplay winning or like game winning shots, like all of that kind of stuff. It's, I think it's, which I think is really interesting. Like I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting it to be a lot more traditional. Just like I'm going to build up a bunch of archers and I'm going to put them out and they're just going to shoot things. And, um, some, you know, I'm honestly, I've gotten a lot more excited about where I think triangle strategy is going with that. than I think I was right from the beginning. Yeah. So no, and I, I think I agree with a lot with you of what you just said, especially the fact that I think the best way I've been able to think about it is is not focusing on the individual of each of your party members. It's like the collective. It's like how do I put out the best like group, as you said, synergy wise, like that's gonna work yep. together because and I appreciate this compared to like uh Fire Emblem Three Houses. You know, your goal of Fire Emblem Three Houses is that perfect run. No one goes down, no one dies, everyone lives. And so you're playing almost just like an extreme game of cat and mouse through Three Houses, especially trying to keep like, yep. everyone alive. And 
And instead, here in Three Houses, you don't have permadeath. At least the difficulty I'm playing on there isn't permadeath. It's very yeah. much like a chess game. And you're using pawns to move to be able to like draw people in. Like there's a big knight on my team. I'm, I'm sure I know you have him as well. And his whole thing is like the dude can take hits, he can aggro people in. So I just send him out in front quick, pull people in, and I shift around like my archers to like the sides where they can flank and get up high, especially the ones that can fly are like a must have. Like I'm gonna put you over here on the left. You're going to be up higher than everyone else, and you're going to just be raining hell down on them. Yeah. And then I'm going to slowly, I'm going to bring in my guy who can buff his defense for probably the next two turns to keep him alive, keep my healer back a little bit, but enough to where I can push her up to heal if need be, and then just slowly pull in the rest of my team to almost like swarm and circle them in and pick off the stragglers on the left and the right, and then just kind of focus in on the middle. And yeah, my tank might go down. But he's pulled in three or four people to him, and now I can move Frederica up, and she's going to use her fire and get all four of those people, and they're all now down to either dead or like a quarter health. And yeah. it's very much just like the first two fights was very much like you could almost just muscle your way through them. And in my third fight, which I think is different than yours, because um, I went north, and it sounds like you went to the east because I did not get yes. the builder and I got a different character. Oh, and okay. yeah, exactly. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had like a <clears throat> hunter archer and dude is legit. Oh, no. lay, I have not seen him. He can lay like traps down, has like a super like long shot and like uses a long bow. Um, well, the, so the one that I got from where I went Cause like the, the one that I was talking about, um, he actually just kind of like, he was in this like side story thing. He oh. just came up, but, um, the one that I got from where I went was a cryomancer. So I have Ooh. an ice mage, nice. um, in my party who I imagine is like that, yeah. the, the per that same person for you, the hunter. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and story wise. Yeah. I imagine <clears throat> that's where yeah, you picked yeah. him up. And then. Um, and so, but that third fight, I tried to like brute force my way through and the game was just like, you're not gonna be able to do this. And I got lucky cause I could use hot girl. There's a girl who's on a bird. who can fly around the map and it's just like o yeah. OP early on in my opinion. Yeah. And kind of just like cheesed my way through the fight. But fourth fight, I'm like, let's not do this. And then I used the strategy I kind of spoke about earlier and I lost two people. Um, the whole time okay. everyone else was up and it's just like this, it was very satisfying to like pull off. Cause especially what the game does, I think very well is while I don't particularly like the exploration phase, it's so far generally been like, here's your battlefield that you're going to fight yeah. on, like go yeah. learn the ins and outs of it. Like, here's how you high, go high. Here's how you go low. These are like advantageous spots to be in, so on and so forth. And I went into that fight being like, okay, I know where I want to place my people. I know how I want to like tackle this problem. And I imagine it's going to get more difficult later on. Uh, but I was very, I was able to pull off essentially like my encircling trap of a move that I was like aiming to do to where there was no out for the enemy and yeah. very satisfying pull off. And I'm very excited to see because I'm like, okay, I get it. 
now, like, let's really start testing, like, my metal on it, which it sounds like it does. That's kind of as it progresses, it's like going to keep adding different twists, like just turning the screw a little bit more each chapter just to keep pushing you to be better at it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm pumped for it. It sounds like from your description and kind of where I'm at, it's starting to really pick up the pace a lot. Like stuff's kicking off, like the inciting events are happening. And yeah. I'm like, okay, good. I, I, as much as you hammered it home, I have a good establishment and foundation for the world. I have a good idea of mechanics. I get like the phases now, like let's get the ball rolling and it's starting to feel that way. And yeah, it's good. It's good. It, yeah. Yeah. If people are playing it right now and you didn't really like that first chapter or two, I would encourage you to push on through cause it does get better, but it's very just bogged down in the details early. Um, I'm sure yeah. that it's going to pay off as at least I hope it pays off um, in the end. And um, yeah, it's good. It definitely feels like they heard the critiques of uh, Octopath of like, there's no story in Octopath. And they're like, you want story? You want story? Here. Here's. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we worked with George R. R. Martin and uh, built this story. Enjoy it. Yes. It's, um, two, yeah. I think that's what happened. Is that, yeah. I think they were both like in the same studio and he was like, I'm coming for Elden Ring. He was like, Oh, you took a wrong turn. This is triangle strategy. And it's like, I'll, I'll stay here. I guess That's uh, might as well. I'm here. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, in, I'm, that makes me more interested because I am interested in seeing where other characters could potentially join you based on your decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely. I don't know. I mean, obviously I just had this like this second um, scales of conviction thing, but like that one was pretty major. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure like what my decision was to kind of move will change my experience drastically um, and potentially other characters and things like that. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm uh, very interested in seeing what happens um, and also potentially more interested in actually like going back and playing it a second time and yeah. seeing, um, sounds like it. Awkward. I wonder if, yeah, I'm curious if there's like a new game plus or something with it. Um, if there is like, I don't know. I don't know what that would look like, but you know, could be, could be neat. Yeah. Um, one way to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, let's go ahead, take a break. Yep. And when we come back, we'll talk about um, any sort of little bit, little bit of extra stuff that you have about Horizon, maybe a little bit of Elden Ring, and then just some extra bits if we have them. Um, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right back. All righty, Corey. Um, how's Horizon going? Oh, it's still good. It's still so good. I've um, I'm going to hold off some thoughts because I think I should wrap it up this week. I think is where I'm at in terms okay. of like main story. I might keep playing afterwards because I'm really digging it. Um, we'll see, but it's good. I focused on the arena a little bit this week. They're about a um, couple a little ways in to once you make it out into like the Forbidden West. Um, this like machine arena opens up to where it's just like, yeah, okay. You're going to test your metal um, against all these different like machines and it's, there's challenges to it. And generally it's a time challenge is can you take this thing down yeah, and under yeah. sometimes a minute, which is 
Whew, that's rough taking <laughs> um it's like or a lot of times the big ones is like three minutes is what you have yeah. and um i focused on that and you get awarded medals that you can essentially use to spend in like the arena shop it's like oh you have now 50 medals and so you can okay. go and uh buy whatever like this thing um and so it's uh i went and got one of the best armors in the game um, because I just had enough medals for it. And now I'm like working through it a little bit more. Um, it, but my biggest complaint is it costs like not a hefty amount of like the game currency, but always enough yeah. to like irk me of like, especially if you don't get it the first time, it's just like, I've spent like 500 shards to yeah. like yeah. do this kind of a thing. Um, Especially one time the game glitched on me and it didn't like let me win, even though I I had done it. And I was just like, screw you. Um, (laughs) So I had to redo it. And so, but I've been doing that. Focus a little bit more on the main story. I think I have about two missions left. And, um, but now I'm just going through and kind of, um, uh, I hadn't fought a slaughter spine yet is what it's called in the game. It's essentially the Spinosaurus. No, um, okay. I went and found that on the map, and I'm like, "All right, you're going down, big boy." And um, <laughs> let's go. And uh, he wasn't as hard as I thought it would be, is, um, which I was kind of disappointed about. But also, I'm like very high level. I'm like level 44, okay. yeah. and I know, um, like my main story mission wise is telling me it's like, "Yeah, you should be like level 27," kind of a thing. I'm like, "Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I've kind of, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit better than that now." And so yeah. that could have been a, but um, it was a good fight. But uh, in terms of like takedowns, it feels as satisfying as taking down like the first like Tremor Tusk or um, the Tide Ripper, which is essentially the Loch Ness monster. Um, okay. You know, fuck those things. Those things suck. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's good. It's good. I think I'm going to hold my last final uh, thoughts on it um, for next week. I should be done by then, at least on the main okay. story. I plan to. Um, Very nice. Move on to the main story because again, I'm feeling that Elden Ring itch right now. Yeah. So, yeah. which you should because Elden Ring itches hard. Yeah, sir. Well, <laughs> the floor is yours. How's Elden Ring been? It's good. Um, I'm. I'm not gonna dig into it. We we talked a lot about it last week. Um, and I don't have a ton a ton more to add. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I love it. Um, I continue to love it. Um, it continues to just be such a good game and potentially one of my favorite games ever. I mean, just like, I mean, it just is like, I don't know. It is so, there's so much good about it. So much of the exploration and so much of like, just what you're, what you're incentivized to like want to do moment to moment just feels so good. Um, and I'm very interested in like the world and some of the like smaller factions and just like some of the characters and some of the motivations. And I mean, like Dark Souls is very light on explicit story, but it has always had very interesting, deep lore roots that if you're like reading into some of those things, like it can be very interesting to kind of unpack. Um, you know, I won't spoil anything either, but like, you know, also one of the big things that I, for the longest time, like Bloodborne was one of my favorite 
from software games. Um, and I think one of the things that Bloodborne does that's really interesting is like the world permanently shifting as yeah. you're playing the game, um, which a lot of games, I mean, some games will do, but a lot of games don't like they'll, they may have like a moment, like this area is being invaded by these people. And they are right. like right now the place is on fire. You can't talk to these people or whatever, but like it goes back to normal. Yeah. You get there. Like, but with Bloodborne, it was a thing where specific moments trigger like basically the night right. to move yeah. forward in a way that like shifts what characters are coming out and like just, I mean, the environments are basically becoming significantly different. Um, and I'm seeing a little bit of that in Elden Ring. Um, less, I mean, not in that sense where it's shifting the entire world, but there have been a couple of moments where it's like, oh, this thing happens. And now and in like a whole area of the map is different than it was before. Um, And I think that's really interesting. Like it's just, um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I am for, for people who have played the game. I have just beaten star scourge Radon general star scourge Radon. What a name. Yeah. Which also too. Star Scourge. I'm still um, in that D and D. That's good. Yeah, he um his whole thing is apparently he uh has held the stars in permanent alignment. Like in his okay. like he got to this point where he was just baller. He stopped the stars from moving. Like baller. <laughs> it was just um the uh, just pretty cool. But honestly, that battle too, like the fight that I had with him was one of the potentially like most epic from software fights like it's very like it's not a fight in the sense of like Sekiro where it's like oh yeah I just I I did it right. like I just dunked on him in a big way like it but it's a lot more cinematic and it's very like it feels in keeping with like this character um and I don't know I mean like I'm 30 hours in and I'm still like surprised I'm still interested and engaged and like I'm actively wanting to just like go over here, find this thing, explore this place, go through this cave, do this like extra stuff, whatever. Um, and I love it to death. Like, I think it's just, it is so good. And the only thing like, and that's the thing is like my only negative with from software games, a lot of times typically comes down to the, environment and the tone like i am not a huge grim dark no fan like this like really dark grim gritty kind of fantasy like i am much more in the like breath of the wild the bright and colorful and like that kind of thing just yeah i mean or at the very least like more optimistic or you know whatever and um and that's the thing is like Elden Ring is full of from software, normal stuff. And that's, that is the only thing that I'm sitting there and like potentially turned off by. Cause it's like, okay, like I love, I love playing this game, but like the dude who has like a bunch of arms sewn to his body and is like beating me to death with the bloody end of, oh <laughs> of an God. I'm, I'm less that's into gross. that. Or like Bloodborne back in the day, like had its whole, like everything was like minstrel like themed. Yeah. So I mean you're having like 
you know, a lot of like Margaret period blood themed, right? Like you're having a lot of this kind of stuff where it's like, okay, like I narratively I'm about this fighting the boss. who's yeah. like the embodiment of like a period I'm less into, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. And so like that, that's, that's my only thing. Like I know some people really dig it, but um, dig that whole kind of thing. But beyond that, I mean, I think, Dark Souls, like, I think, I don't think it's a negative to say it's open world Dark Souls because yeah. the Dark Souls part of it is firing on all cylinders and it's still as good Dark Souls as any other Dark Souls, but it's just more of it. Yeah. And it's a lot of it. And it's like a lot of the exploration and everything. And it's just, it's very good. I'm enjoying it good. a whole lot. So good. I'm, I am you know, happy for you, excited for you. I'm pumped to dig into it myself, but, um, I mean, everything I'm hearing about it is is just wonderful. It's great. Yeah, so, yeah. Soon for me. But yeah, we'll yeah. Soon. Very soon. I'm I'm excited about it. But Corey, um, anything else? Any extra bits? Anything you got? Uh, yeah, extra bit. Bopping around in there. Um. So we watched. Uh, me and my wife watched uh, the French Dispatch last night. The <gasps> new West Anderson. I wanted to see French Dispatch. How was it? It was. Very Wes Anderson. <laughs> so much Wes Anderson. And I'm like, who, who signed off on this kind of a thing? <laughs> you know, some, Oh goodness. I, I kind of wish it's, it was very, it was good. I, I enjoyed okay. it. If you like Wes Anderson movies, then you will absolutely like this. But it was very much like, man, someone really should have been there to like rein you in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It, he was really sniffing his own ass. Very, on yeah. There's, um, <laughs> and so her sister, uh, they, her and her boyfriend, fiance, they had watched it a couple weeks back. And her words were, there's definitely some distinct artistic choices which I agree with okay. very like okay. this was an artistic choice. Um, very is the best way I can describe a lot of yeah. it. Like you yeah. consciously yeah. made this decision. Um, yeah. it was good. Very different. Very, very different. It's basically a anthology put into a movie. If that makes okay. sense. It's yeah. yeah. Like there's multiple, it's kind of like the Valentine's Day, like New Year's Eve, multiple storylines. You know, yep. a bunch of celebrities. Yep. Um, yep. That's this. But he's just not that into you, or yeah, you know, kind of whatever. Yeah, whatever that one. Yeah, yeah one of the, it's it's that <clears throat> with a little bit more narrative structure in terms of okay. like um, that's why because it took us a, a minute to get this, it, but it's essentially like the French Dispatch, this newspaper. This is each of its like newspaper stories that are coming out on this day. Oh, okay. And so it's okay. like here's pages like two to four, here's pages three through fifty, so on and so forth, stuff like okay. that. Okay. Um, okay. Which on the second one, I'm like, okay, I got it. Like I see what we're doing, kind of a thing. But go in knowing that, and it's just an anthology of like the stories of the newspaper. Yep. Good, but very different. Um, yeah. Yep. We haven't. We've been on a. I wouldn't say a Wes Anderson kick, but we've been going through watching all of them. And so we've watched okay. like Royal Tenenbaums, um, yep. Rushmore, uh, French yep. Dispatch, and um, we watched one other one <clears throat> as well. Um, oh, what one was it? Steve Zisso? No. I, <laughs> I can't. Grand Budapest Hotel? Grand Budapest Hotel, yeah. Which okay. is probably my favorite one at this point. 
Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. Well, I'm 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 very interested in seeing it because I'm I haven't like watched a huge amount of Wes Anderson films, but um, one of the first movies that my wife and I watched whenever we were dating, and one that we both loved immensely was the Grand Budapest Hotel. It's, it's, um, it's my favorite to date. Yeah. Um. So that was that. That's been kind of like an anchor point with us, where like we. We do at the very at the very least like have liked a number of those movies, um, so I've been excited for the French Dispatch and um, just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but. no, I, it's on HBO Max uh, for free. So, okay, um, nice. I don't know if you have it, but for free if you have HBO Max. For free if you have HBO Max, yeah, if you pay whatever <laughs> however much it is the month. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, it was good. But it was very much we both were kind of like heads like a little tilted afterwards. Like, yeah. well, that was interesting. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think is what he wants. Yeah. I I, that's, that's definitely what he wants. Um, outside of that, I think that's my only real extra bit this week. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's about it. So good deal. Yeah, played, a lot <clears throat> Very of, nice. played a lot of football manager. I'm like in season yeah. five or six now. I, I am playing on easy mode, aka I'm playing playing with uh, Man United, um, which you know, okay. infinite okay. funds, um, yeah. tons of Wonder Kids coming in. It's great. So, very nice. Yeah, man. Um, Anything from you? Yeah, my um, my only extra bits. Um, my wife and I have been watching Inventing Anna. Um, the my wife watched Anna that. Delvey. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Anna Delvey uh thing. I was. I, honestly, like I was kind of, I was interested in watching it. I back when Anna Delvey's like whole thing was going on, I didn't know anything, and up until recently, didn't really know much. Um, but a couple of podcasts that I follow um, have, on a couple of occasions, like brought up Anna Delvey yeah. news, and um, and I think whenever like some of these uh, like Netflix and maybe Hulu also supposed to have one. I'm not sure. Um, but whenever they were like putting those in production, they were getting really excited about yeah. it. So I kind of like, I started following it. Um, but yeah, we watched it. Anna Delvey was a basically, I mean, I, I think there's some like, there's complicated kind of history around it, but at the core, her whole story is being like a, foreign national German Russian heritage who essentially like cons her way into the entire like New York social scene, but does so, so like seamlessly that she's able to like grift money from like very wealthy, very prominent businesses, individuals, all this stuff. And essentially just kind of like exist in this social space without spending a dime. Um, And she, I don't know what her current thing is right now, but, um, it, I think she's in jail right now. She, yeah, yeah, well, she was, so she was in jail and inventing Anna, like has like touches on it in a bit, but like, you know, she was in jail and then gets out and then I think it's in jail again for like, something kind of a not like like overstaying her visa like ice arrests her like and she's stuff like that like she's been kind of in and out of prison for different things um but yeah i mean it's a 
inventing Anna isn't like a documentary. It's like a limited series that's um, kind of telling that story. Um, but it's, I mean, it's interesting. Like, I, I think it's a, um, it's just an interesting thing. I think you, I think the funny thing I think that has happened over the last like few years is just like the American fascination with like crumbling empires, like crumbling pieces of like wealth and fame and, you know, watching like succession and watching like all of these things where it's like, you're, you're seeing rich people like fall and fall and fail. And like, you know, these, not just them themselves, but like everything that they've built fall apart. And it is kind of like Anna Delvey is kind of like an embodiment of that where it's like, you know, she's essentially grifting the entirety of like rich society out of all of their money, just because like, you know, in, in the, like in the common, like kind of thought, rich people just kind of like being gullible ironically (laughs) over certain things. And like, you know, it is a, I don't know. There's, I think there's something interesting just about that story in general. Like she, the funny thing is like Anna Delvey, at least everything that she's portrayed. And like, anytime you read anything about her, like she isn't this person who's like trying to meta get in and show like, ah, stupid people are stupid or like stupid people, (laughs) rich people are stupid. (laughs) Um, look, I'm going to like, I'm going to show you how stupid they are, whatever. It's like, no, she's obsessed with the wealth and wanted any way of being able to enter into that scene. So like, it's, it's not her actively trying to tear down the establishment. It's her trying to like work her way into in that. Right. Right. Um, but it still is an interesting thing just to kind of see all of that play out. Um, so we've been, we've been enjoying that. I think we'll finish it up tonight, but, um, yeah, other than that, just general, the general life stuff. Um, you know, the cats for anybody who's wondering, the cats are still catting, still being cats crazy. Yeah. Um, I do not know peace in my life anymore. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's what it is. Um, it but yeah. 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 Corey, um, I think that's a show. Yeah. I think we did it. I think we did. I think we 31. I think we books. kept it. Yes. Yeah. I think we kept a nice tight hour ish on this yeah. one. Look at us. Pros at this right. point. Yeah. The older we get, the tighter we get. Capital P We're podcasters. Keeping it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at us. Um, Corey, uh, next week, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what we're going to talk about Who next knows? week. Uh, yeah. cause there's not, is a, next week? I don't know. There's not too many more. I mean, there's still plenty of releases. Coming. Oh, you know what comes out next week? Strangers, Par- strangers of paradise, final fantasy. I have heard ba, 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 ba. interesting reviews <clears throat> on it. I, I very interesting I will, reviews. Yeah. I will end up playing that. Um, but I think people, I think people have shifted so much from like when it was first announced to being like, Oh, it's final fantasy. This looks, but this looks stupid Yeah. to now it's look how stupid this final fantasy game is. Like people are eating it up oh, that yeah. it's like, Oh, they're, they're going to make it stupid and they're meaning to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I saw a review. It was like, this is the most camp final fantasy game i've ever come across if not the most camp game ever and i am here for it and i'm just like i don't know if i want that but yeah 
We'll see. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested in kind of um seeing seeing what happens, seeing some of the core stuff. Um also, I mean, as a longtime Final Fantasy fan, I'm interested in seeing some of those through lines, yep. like you know, there being because I mean it does tie back or it's supposed to have a lot of um references to the original Final Fantasy and stuff. So who knows? Could be could be really sleeper hit. Who knows? It could be. And then week after that is yeah, week after that it's Kirby. Kirby and Ghostwire Tokyo, I think. I'll be picking up Kirby. Same day. I'm pumped for Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I've heard I've heard Kirby is very Kirby. Yeah. From from everything I've heard, the the this Kirby is is so as Kirby. Kirby as it gets. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, well there's there's stuff coming out. We'll we'll have more stuff to talk about, but Corey, in the meantime, um where can people find you? On the internet. They can find me over on Instagram at hash slinging thrasher with periods in between the hash and slinging and between the slinging yeah. and thrasher or over on Twitter at uh, <laughs> stay thrashy. But as always, always follow us over on Twitter at arcade underscore cozy and then go yes, and leave likes and reviews on Apple and Spotify podcast. We would greatly appreciate yeah. any critiques or any praise that you have. Yeah. To to echo that, yeah, seriously, if you if you listen to us regularly, um, please leave reviews. Please reach out to us. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram or at our email arcadecozy at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, reach out. Let us know um, any sort of comments, concerns, anything that you have to say we would love to hear it yes um but you can follow us on instagram speaking of at arcade cozy on instagram um you can also follow me at swiss von joe on twitter um and at four point pixel on instagram yes sir um additionally yeah additionally four point store at four point store we released some new designs last week uh, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Untitled Goose Game, uh, Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet. Also put an Elden Ring one up there. Um, we Yeah, we got some abstract wallpapers. What? Um, yeah, so there's, um, there's some new stuff. If you've been kind of uh, wondering about that or, you know, just being like, ah, there's, there's some stuff up here. I need more. Well, there's more. Go, go and look at the more. Um, but yeah, Corey, um, until then, I hope you have a wonderful week, sir. You too, sir. You too. Enjoy it. Until then, I don't, I don't know what I mean, then is. I guess next week. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> until next week. <laughs> I will right, have a good week. You'll have a good week. We'll talk yeah. around. We'll be, I'm going to be losing our minds over triangle strategy. It's going to be good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, everyone else has a good week yeah. too. Y'all yeah, yeah. enjoy it. Stay yeah. safe. Uh, warmer weather's coming in, and I am. Old. Yeah, it's supposed to jump up. Like it was like forty degrees warmer than it is today, and then it's supposed to be back up to like forty degrees warmer than it is today. Like in a couple of days, so we are ping ponging all over the place. I'll be laying in my <laughs> hammock playing Triangle <laughs> Strategy on my Switch. It's Look gonna be you. good. Not during work hours. Not during work hours. No, no. that would be wrong. <laughs> Corey, this has been Arcade Cozy. Yes, uh, life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too, sir? Oh, Let's yo. go. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Take it easy.